What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford. Nice to see you guys this week. Um, once again, having a little bit of audio trouble with my Blog Talk platform. So hopefully, those of you guys that are that went to Blog Talk to listen to this live, uh, pop over to Facebook Live. Hi guys. Hi Yvette. Um, I am like beyond excited to talk about this week's thing about rejection. Um, this this conversation has been weaving it. Hi Carrie. Hi Sandra. Hi guys. So glad you're here. Thank you. Um, this this topic of rejection being a choice or being a creation has been weaving its way into every single conversation I've been having lately. And hi Clarissa. Hi Carol. So for those of you guys that are that follow me or in any of my classes, it's it's not new. Um, well, it's it's recent. Hi Kathy. Um, and one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it, there's 18 reasons, um, but one of them, hi Kinga, um, hi you guys, uh, is that rejection for me has been this thing that has always been in my universe. Like, it was a, it's, you know, I grew up in a family where we, after my dad, I don't even know where to start with this, <laughs> like, where do I start with this? <laughs> Just 25 places I wanna start. After my dad left when I was 13, my mom got us into psychotherapy. And in psychology, the things that you're taught to do are basically feel your feelings, ask for your needs to be met, um, you know, listen and reflect what the other person is saying, and these are the things that make you a functional person, right? And the, the stuff that you're never told is that feelings are a creation, um, they're usually used to manipulate people, they're, like, there's all this information right now that we have in Access Consciousness that is, is giving me so much freedom and space. And one of these things is that rejection is a creation. Now, rejection for me was a big thing in my life. Like I, I, I constantly felt rejected by my family. My mother disowned me, as a, you know, she was constantly telling us, you know, I don't want to be around you right now. Hi, Yvonne. Um, she would she really used rejection as a way of controlling us and it worked you know i was this super sensitive super aware little being that just desired to please her and so every time she rejected me i wanted to do better and she basically had me by the short and curlies you know so but what it, what i didn't have any information about at all was was a few things one that even though rejection felt real it wasn't two that i was functioning from it as an operational state and three that i could do anything to change it so i sort of want to break all that apart for us a little bit and give you some more tools for this area that i know a lot of us hi victoria i adore you too hi althea um i know that a lot of us struggle with this okay so so let's talk about rejection feeling real let's just kind of dive into that little rabbit hole for a minute here so so rejection isn't real, but it feels real. So I'm going to sort of give you some present day examples of how this was showing up for me um, and then what what I sort of did to change it. Okay, so one of the things that was occurring in my everyday life, you guys, I talk about John a lot. He's, he's awesome. He's my insignificant other who I sleep with all the time. And um, he's amazing. He's he's kind. He's generous. Like he's He really just wants to make me happy. And, you know, he's got his his tics and you know little twitches and whatever that make him function funny sometimes but on the whole like he's he's a total gift to my life but one of the things that kept happening and this is what we talked about in the sex and relationship class class in LA was you know there would be these amazing 
moments or swaths of days where you know we would really be enjoying each other and then there would be this one thing that would occur and I would immediately go to like rejecting him rejecting rejecting him and the information I didn't have was rejecting me in the process and and then we would we would struggle and when I got back from the sex and relationship class and this whole topic started to open up, I started to just see what I was doing. I started to just see where I would judge myself, which is, by the way, rejecting you, and then throw me under the bus. And if I was already under the bus, he was definitely going under the bus. And I would use my projections and expectations, hi, Shana, hi, Joanna, to create separation, judgment, and rejection. So... It was this crazy cycle that we were in, and it wasn't often, it was, you know, every few months or whatever, that I just literally didn't know how to change. So, so I started really looking at, like, everywhere I was rejecting myself, and that's when I discovered the information that every time you judge yourself, you reject yourself. I didn't, I hadn't really connected those two things, right? So, so I started looking at that, and literally, it was like almost every single moment of my day, practically, I was rejecting myself over something, right? Like... If not enough people signed up for my class, based on what, I'm not sure, I would reject myself. If, if, if I was late for this meeting, I would reject from myself. If I looked in the mirror and I wasn't skinny enough, based on what, what, I would reject myself. Um, all these, it was micro, it was everywhere. And so I started looking at something that I've been talking a lot about, which is functional and operational states of being. And one of the things I noticed right off the hop was that I was actually functioning from already being rejected at the very beginning. So so what I was doing was I was trying to create my life, you know, with my siblings, with my mom, with my with John, with my roommates, with the people that I work with in Access, from already being rejected. Now, I'm not even sure where that started. That seems such so it would seem so integrated with my being that, you know, it was just what it was. Um but I do have information about that, which is that I'm psychic, and I pick up on everything from eight to 8,000 miles in every direction. My mom was constantly rejecting and functioning from that, and my dad constantly functioned from that. So I'm guessing it's not mine, right? Like when you ask a question, truth, who does this belong to? It wasn't mine. But it was something that I absolutely functioned from for my entire life. So when you look at that, and you look at like, okay, so if I'm already rejected, but I'm not acknowledging it. I don't know that I'm actually functioning from there. And you and I become friends, or you and I start shagging, or whatever, and we start creating something. If I'm already rejected at the very foundation of me, basically our whole relationship has to go into the energy of proving to me that you don't reject me, proving to me that you still like me, proving to me the whole relationship has to be about proving and outcreating my basic point of view, which is that I'm already rejected. So therefore, every time you're grateful for me, it surprises me. Every time that you want, you know, to express your gratitude, like every time that you think I'm amazing, I'm shocked because I'm, I'm being friends with you and I'm having a relationship with you, but I'm functioning from already re being rejected. So everything that you think is awesome about me is like, really? You do? Because I'm already functioning from already being rejected. So this, so there isn't any actual receiving in that. There, we could be really enjoying each other. We could be having a really good time together, and there may be slim, like slivers of receiving happening. But my basic point of view is that I'm already shit. I'm already rejected. So you literally have to keep proving to me that you don't 
do that for me. Um, thank you so much, you guys. So, I can, so what I started to change was that. I started to look at that I was functioning from there all the time. And, and so as I looked at that and I was like, so if I wasn't functioning, if my operational state of being wasn't rejection, what, what else would be possible? If I wasn't already rejected in this conversation, what, what else would be possible? What else could I choose here? And, and the thing I want to point out is that if there, if you are in a life where it seems like you get rejected a lot or you, this rejection thing comes up a lot or you feel rejected a lot, what you want to start to look at to really change it for yourself is, is this my functional state of being? And if you get a yes, go, okay, so, so everything that is, I'm just going to let that go, destroy it and create it. And then go, okay, so what other functional state of being could I choose? So if I were instead functioning from all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory, would that change like everything in my life? Yes, absolutely, 100%. And changing a functional state of being isn't as simple as just like, um, you know, oh, I'm just going to function from all of life comes to me with ease and glory, joy and glory now and then all of a sudden all your choices line up. What it is is it's a choice that goes, okay, this is changing. Like if I wasn't rejected, what would I choose? If I wasn't already before I even began rejected, what would I choose? What would I be aware of? If I wasn't already rejected, what else would be possible, right? And you start integrating that into your everyday choices and into your every 10 seconds. That's, that's how that starts to show up is in every choice because you're so used to making choices from already being rejected that you can't even, you can't even, you don't know what it's like to not being rejected because you've inundated yourself with the choices and the proof of already being rejected for so long. So it starts to unravel you. So you start building a new muscle of like, Okay, so that's that thing of starting to build a new muscle. Now, let's use money as an example. Okay, so let's use like, if you're functioning from the place that you are already rejected, you are rejectable material, and you've got all the reasons and the justifications and the story to back that up. You're rejectable, you're fucked, um, you know, you don't even know why, you've just been fucked your whole life, so you must be, right? And it, but none of this is conscious, that's just where you're functioning from. Let's look at that in regards to money. So. If money isn't actually cash, it's an energy, and it shows up in 1,800 different ways, and it's everywhere. There's an infinite supply of money in the world. There is actually, according to economists, an infinite supply of money in the world, by the way. If you're already rejected, and you don't deserve that, according to you, because you're already rejected, you're already shit, you've already been discarded by you, can you have money in your life? Can you actually receive and ask and have and go looking for the infinite supplies of money that you know must be possible while you're being this other thing? You can't. It's like you, you just can't because you're already being this other thing. You're already being a pile of shit over here because you're, you know, people don't reject things that they care about, they value, right? People reject piles of shit. This is the logic, right? And you've already done that yourself. So you're already being pile of shit over here, right? And money is all about being and receiving. So can you actually change the money in your reality if this is your functional state of being? No. And so let's look at, um, God, where else? In your business. If you are already rejected, like if you're already, if you're already trying to outcreate and outprove your functional state of being, that you're already rejected, you're already a pile of shit, you're already, hi Eva, <laughs> um, can you actually receive people in your classes? 
No, because that doesn't actually match your point of view. Now, here and there, there's going to be people that trickle in, right? You're going to get trickles of stuff because there's slivers in your rejection pattern, right? Like it's not a totally all rejection all the time. It's just basically your functional state of being. We have multiples of these, by the way, functional states of being. So this is just one major one. But can you actually receive people in your classes? No, because you've already rejected yourself. Why would they show up if you're already, like you've already decided you're not worth anything. You're not because of this and because of that, right? Like why would they show up? So, and here's the kicker is like projection and expectation create separation, judgment, and rejection. Hi, Patty. So projection and expectation of you create the separation from you, the rejection from you, and the judgment of you. So this is, so this is, I'm, and I'm, I'm really, I'm giving you like this big container of information that I know is totally nonlinear and like all over the map because there is so much, there's so much to this. And, and one of the things we do with this is we get so good at projecting and expecting of ourselves um, that the separation and judging and rejecting ourselves is just normal. Like that's just what it is. I'll give you an example. So we just had the two Bowmans at our house for a three and a half day Right Riches Masterclass with them, which was fucking life world altering. By the way, if you could get to a Bowman's class, just go like sell your house, sell your dog and go to their class. Um, thank you, Marina. One of the things we talked about in that class was standards. Okay, so I have used this thing of like, well, I have standards. I have standards about graphics. I have standards about the way things look. I have standards about my sales pages. I have standards about my hair. I have standards about my, I have actually standards everywhere, by the way. I have standards. That's my thing, right? So what is a standard? Really, when you break it apart, what's a standard? A standard is a projection and an expectation. A standard is like, look, my hair has to look good. Well, what do you have to do to decide something looks good? You have to judge it. You have to judge it. That's it. To decide something looks good or decide something looks bad, you have to judge it. Already setting myself up for rejection right there. Okay? I just want you to look at this. So I have standards. So let's just say, you know, somebody wants to contribute to my business and they create a graphic and I look at it and I'm like, mm, it doesn't meet my standards. Now, I don't ever usually say that out loud. I'll just look at it and be like, uh-uh because I've already judged it and it doesn't meet my standards. Now, that is not a question, first of all, by the way. That is a judgment, which projection and expectation. So I already have the projection and expectation that my graphics need to look a certain way. Now, who's decided that? I did. What's that certain way? I don't know, but I'll know when I see it. What does that mean? I'm judging everything, and as soon as I've judged that something is correct, then we'll go with it and it makes me happy and I like it, right? And I haven't let that go for a long time. Anybody who's ever worked for me can tell you that. <laughs> so I have these standards, right? So so what that, elim that eliminates so many things, by the way, and receiving is about being able to receive everything, receiving all the contribution, receiving all the money, receiving all, receiving everything with no point of view. No, 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 I have standards, okay? so. For some reason, that's different than having fixed points of view. Fixed points of view are a totally different thing. I, these are standards. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so let's just say somebody that adores me creates a graphic for me and I look at it and I'm like, no. I have not asked the question, truth, will this create less or greater possibilities? I haven't asked the question, does this match the energy of what I desire to create in the world? I haven't asked the question of, will this create less or more? I have just eliminated it based on my standards and my judgments. Now, therefore, 
I've eliminated anybody contributing to me that doesn't match what I've decided that it should look like. And I've eliminated the possibilities that could show up with that in their world, in my world, in the world, that I've decided that graphic won't create this end result. So therefore, I can't receive any of it. And, and I'm shutting down every single possibility that could create, be created by just saying yes, because I have standards. So standards are created to actually set you up to reject yourself. Now, in the process, you reject other people, too. But here's the, here's the kicker, is you can't judge and reject other people if you're not judging and rejecting you. You can't do it. If you have no separation from you, if you have total allowance of you, if you have absolutely no standards, and you're just functioning from question and choice and possibility and contribution, you can't judge and reject other people. I have an amazing roommate named Torsten, and we were we were all out to dinner last night, and we played with this one question of like, one of the questions we got from the class, which is like, what do you see in me that I don't even see in myself? What do I be so easily that you see that I don't see that you could tell me about? And so we were playing this game with each other at the table, and I got to Torsten, and he's awesome. He's one of my roommates. He's one of my friends, and Torsten is just he is so much space like he is so much allowance like you can pretty much he lives with two bulldozers me and Carlina Vanderway and we are not not potent we are you know we're we're quite the force to reckon with and so he lives with some really intense people he's got a lot of stuff going on we have lots flying around the house you know potency and points of view and you know creation and meetings and all kinds of stuff and he just is so much ease with all of it. And you know that you can go to Torsten and talk to him about just anything and he'll he'll just be aware. He'll be like, yep, that's what it is and so what can we do to change it? There's no judgment and no rejection in his world. Because in this particular area of his life around people, like he doesn't judge and reject himself. He just bees. So he can't judge and reject us for being drama queens or, you know, I'm, I'm the drama queen. Carlene is the conclusionist if we were going to label ourselves, right? He can't judge and reject us because he doesn't judge and reject himself in the mix. He just bees. And so his presence then is a massive contribution to us because we are more likely to go to drama and trauma or conclusion than he is in this particular area. Now, he's got other areas of his life where he doesn't function with as much ease, but that's one. So... So he doesn't project and expect of himself in the household dynamic. He just bees in the household dynamic. Whereas we are more likely to project and expect of ourselves, leading to separation, judgment, and rejection of ourselves, which is going to lead to the separation, judgment, and rejection of each other. So this is how this gets so insidious, because we don't look at actually where we're functioning from that's creating it. We're trying to fix the problem instead, right? So like... So my mom functioned from a lot of, my mom rejected me all the time. Like, now this was my point of view. This is also very interesting. From my point of view, my mom rejected me all the time. She rejected the way that I was. She rejected my choices. She, and she did use rejection as a tool of control. Um, and so what I started to do with that information is I also was like, well, my siblings are doing the same thing. They're judging me. They're rejecting me. And so therefore... I will not talk to them and I will just separate from them and I'll go live my own life and they can live their life and you know we'll call it a day that was not a question and it was definitely not a choice made from the space of greater possibilities it was a choice made from the reason and the justification of they do this and so therefore I will choose this and and everything will be fine 
So there wasn't any greater possibilities even invited into that conversation because I didn't even have that tool. So it, it also became this, this way that I could use, it became this story that I could use to, to justify what I was choosing with them. And more and more and more and more and more, I'm wanting to invite myself onto a journey that gets out of the story, gets out of the reason and justification into actually asking, hey, what's going to create more here? What's actually, what choices do I have available to me that nobody else has? What, what are the greater possibilities available here? And I'm coming to that place because what I'm realizing that I really desire to create with my life is change. You know, what I desire to create with my life on this planet is change in the world. If I have touched your life in some way, if I have come into your world in some way with one of my videos or one of my classes or a lunch or a contact with me and, and you have changed in some way, I have created a different possibility in the world. That is what I desire to do with my life. And functioning from already being rejected was not contributing to that. And, and this is why I talk all the time of like, get a sense of what you want to create as your life. And I'm getting more and more and more that that is a very nonlinear, it's, it's an energy. It's a set of energies. You know, if I were going to create the vision statement for my life, uh, <laughs> Shana, I adore you. Hi, Bobby John. <laughs> if I were going to create a vision statement for my life, which is just looking at the energy of what I desire to create with my life, it would be to create change and possibilities in the world. I am already doing that. Thank you, Victoria. I am already doing that. And now I just get to expand that and create more with that. And when you look at that as a statement, let's just say we play with the energy of your life as a statement and you go, okay, so am I creating change and greater possibilities with this choice? Am I creating change and greater possibilities with this choice? It could just be yes or no. And if it's no, then you get to just choose again. And this is why I want to really look at this for, you know, I'm going to do a 30 day thing and we're going to just start to unravel this. We're going to start to unravel. Where are you hardwired in to reject yourself all the time? What have you decided is true about you that isn't true about you? What, what do you do to you that you've blamed other people for that don't actually do that to you that you've created that validates your point of view? Where are we functioning from rejection with money? Where are we functioning from rejection with our business? Where are we functioning from this rejection that we've already created, that we've made real and solid, that if we could uncreate it, unchoose it, and leave space for something else would actually give us access to greater possibilities in our life, in our money, in our relationships, in our everyday life, in our everything that we're desiring to create in the world. And because we want to, because this greater energy that we desire to be on the planet and so if, if, if what you've created up to this point in your relationships and your money wasn't wrong, if it was just what you've created up to this point, if there wasn't actually any problems to fix here, there was just looking at where you're functioning from that isn't creating exactly what you desire, what would be possible? Like what choices would you have available to you? What choices do you have available to you now? Where do you go to the rejection of you instantly? You know, and, and anywhere you've got a standard or anywhere you've got it should be this way or anywhere you've got this many people should show up to my classes or anywhere you've got it should be creating this much money or anywhere you've got um, shoulds, we could probably just say shoulds, um, anywhere you've got things, yeah, shoulds, 
You have a reason and a justification, a projection and an expectation, and a reason to reject yourself. And then therefore reject anybody else around you. Where is Where are you functioning from rejection in your relationships? Just functioning from it. You just already know it. And so therefore this person constantly has to validate you or constantly acknowledge you. And then if they don't, if they choose to have a moment of their own where they're like having a life and they have a weird moment and that means something about you, then it validates your point of view that you're already rejected. And you're like, see, I knew it. You're actually looking for the rejection. Where are you looking for the rejection with the other people in your life? Where are you looking for other people to not show up to your classes while desperately hoping that they will? Are you creating your business from the place of like, I'm not sure if this is actually something I can do and it probably isn't, but I'm going to try. Or are you actually choosing to, to institute what you know is possible in the world from a space of, I know this and it doesn't matter if anybody else knows this or not. I'm going to put this out in the world. I'm going to be this in the world. I'm going to create this change in the world. Or are you functioning from a different place that's like, oh my God, I hope somebody chooses me. Which, what's the underlying point of view of that? Of course they won't, they probably won't, they never will, I never get chosen, right? There's all these underlying fixed points of view underneath that that are creating what's showing up in your life. So anyway, there's so much of this topic that I'm gonna do 30 days on it and you're totally invited. And I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add my piano and the pulling and the energetics journey that we go on with that so that we can really start to get a sense of something different and what I'd love to leave you with today whether you come on that or not is really just looking at looking at your life looking at hey what's my functional state of being am I functioning from knowing and being and receiving or am I functioning from like I've already projected and expected of myself so many different things that I'm completely and utterly rejected and if that's true what other choices do I have that I've never considered if rejection is a choice and you're choosing it, you don't have to make yourself wrong. You can just go, wow, I'm choosing rejection again. I'm choosing to feel rejected again. Wow, I'm choosing to reject somebody again. So if I wasn't choosing that, what else could I choose? And that is in every 10 seconds is actually what's going to start turning this around. In every 10 seconds, you're building a new muscle, a new muscle to go to a different choice, a new muscle to go to a different choice, a new muscle to go to a different choice. I'm in this with you, y'all. I'm right there with you. So I'm super grateful for you. And if this contributed, please share it. And um, if you'd like to come with us, uh, there'll be links everywhere over the next week. And you guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you for the gift you are in the world. Thank you for the change you're willing to choose. And uh, I will see you somewhere online and definitely next week. Bye.